Hey, Mariah. What's up? Want to go to the drive-in? Let's go. All right. <laughs> Some good movies playing this summer. Uh, you know, Mariah, the drive-in actually dates back to 1785. What? Yes. The first drive-in opened uh, on the East Coast, and uh, stagecoach people would pull up into this lot, and they'd watch these movies, and uh, it was a very quaint time. Mm, they watched movies in <laughs> 1785, huh? Oh, uh, more like plays, you know. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Live action. Until... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need to source on this. <laughs> Alan? All right. I was making checking. something up. I actually don't know the history of drive-ins. I just know that they're cool. I can, I can confirm. He's incorrect. I can confirm. <laughs> Confirmed incorrect. Okay. <laughs> you know, actually, I think the first drive-in movie theater opened in the 1930s, if I'm not mistaken. Now I don't know what to believe, Eric. Yeah, I just... <laughs> no, I think that <laughs> credibility is totally gone. I just really? know in the 1950s and 60s, they were huge. Yeah. I just want to thank Eric Paulson for destroying our credibility. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know, we have I'm any credibility, Ellen, yeah, prior to this episode? <laughs> Anywho, if you haven't yet guessed, based on our introduction here, as well as the title of the episode you just clicked on, we are talking all about Wisconsin's drive-in movie theaters. Can you hear the thunder in the background? Hopefully that's too far away for you guys to all hear. Yeah, that's just going to have to be something we deal with for this recording. It's sound effects. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Yeah, we're talking about drive-in movie theaters. During a tornado warning right now outside my window, so um, hopefully we survive the remainder of this recording. Hopefully the good. power stays. If not, it'll be just like the scene in Twister. <laughs> oh, oh boy. yay. That'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> the Cabin is brought to you by the Wisconsin Counties Association, and this week we are featuring Oneida County. We actually featured Oneida Nation in an episode of Discover Wisconsin this past season, so you guys should definitely go stream that. And it's literally called Oneida Nation, so you have no excuse as to not be able to locate it on YouTube. <laughs> this county was named after the indigenous Oneida tribe and was formed in 1887 from sections of Lincoln County. Now, Oneida County is packed with amazing natural wonders like Three Eagles Trail, the Squirrel River Pine State Natural Area, and Almond County Park, just to name a few. Do but dogs bark extra at Squirrel River? I would hope so. Squirrel. Inakwa <laughs> <laughs> is also located in this county. It's probably the town y'all know the best in Oneida County. And it's you probably also know it's a big tourism hotspot. In fact, every summer, the population of Oneida County actually triples due to that tourism. I don't wow. doubt that. And it's fun in the wintertime, too. We did an episode where we were snowmobiling, and that's great on Manaqua Lake. And because part of Woodruff is also in Oneida County, Oneida County is home to the world's largest penny. So what up? Woodruff. That was fun. <laughs> think there are any drive-in movie theaters, Eric, in Oneida County? I am not aware of any in Oneida County, but that doesn't mean they don't exist. Maybe we but should start a little petition for one. You know what? I remember writing an article probably in 2013 or 14 about drive-in movie theaters and did, I think, what I'd consider to be extensive research. And at that time, I could only find 10 in the state. And now, and the, I remember the story back then was that they're dwindling, they're dwindling, they're dwindling. And people were so sad that there were only 10 left in Wisconsin, but there seemed to be a little bit of an uptick 
There are a few more, and there's some pop-ups nowadays, and that's our campfire conversation this week. Great for, well, we're heading towards the end of summer, but really even in through the fall. It's a great season for watching movies outside, and since it's a season of social distancing, drive-in movie theaters across Wisconsin are the place to be. Have you guys ever been on a date at a drive-in movie theater? I have not. To me, that's that seems like the most Americana way to go on. Mm-hmm. I'm picture the, picturing the scene it from Greece. Like a fun date. I would like to go on a date there. Yeah. Is that are you petitioning right now to get a date to go to a date? <laughs> Everyone, if you're interested in taking Ellen out on a date, leave a review oh with your phone number. We'll put her phone number in the show notes. <laughs> Bunch um, of five star reviews will, are gonna will, be coming in now. I will not be putting my phone number in the show notes. Eric, you too, you're single. Oh my gosh, we should do a mini series of like you two and your date your separate dating lives <laughs> and and Dave and I can like coach you guys and tell you where to go on dates. And I can get like one of those little mics in my ear so I can hear. This would be so fun. And now that we've pitched this live on air, they can't say no. You can't. This is all strategic <laughs> in my mind. Anyway, back to driving. I can confidently <laughs> still say no. <laughs> <sighs> what is the fun As could in I. that? Well, you I don't think I've been to a drive-in movie on a date because when I was young, like in the 80s and 90s, during my prime dating times, drive-ins were really at their, like, the trough, if you will. There weren't mm. very many out there. Now, as a mm. kid, I saw several movies at the drive-in with my parents. Because oh, they so- would go to the drive-in and see a movie. They'd bring a sleeping bag. And they thought I'd just sleep in the van. But instead, <laughs> I got to see Animal House and Caddyshack at a very young age, <laughs> which is probably one of the reasons I'm such a smartass now. That's why you are what you are. So would you like by the time you were a teen, were they like less cool to go to then? Because nowadays, it's kind of like the cool thing. Like it's, it's a more of an interesting, creative thing to go do. It's become cool again. I went to high school in Texas, and I don't know of any drive-in movie theaters that were operating anywhere near me at the time. Mm. But I certainly would have loved to do that because drive-ins, they're great for dates because you're not having to share an armrest. There's nobody on either side of you guys. Uh, (laughs) If you want to make out for a while, you can. If you want to go get popcorn, you can. And everything everything is fun when you're watching that. And nowadays, the experience can be even better because they don't do the tinny speakers so much anymore. Because, Mariah, you guys, you used to have to take this really tinny, heavy, metallic (laughs) speaker you park next to a a wood post with a speaker on it and you pull the speaker off of the post it hung on and just hung it on the side of your car or just put it on your dash and you'd hear a tinny version of the sound the audio on the movie audio Mm. dave this would be your worst nightmare (laughs) yeah i was gonna say i'm imagining a movie that has been mixed for atmos or 7.1 all being mixed down to mono and it's making me sweat nothing you just said made sense This was mostly the movies in the 50s and 60s into the 70s. Then they started doing the low-power FM signal, where if you tuned your car into an FM station, you could hear it. That made it better. And now with with apps and FM and and the digital and all that, uh, you're getting an amazing surround sound experience in your car to go with your your visual experience on the screen. But it's not just date night, too. It's a great, great family night. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember, that's, like, when well, the, one of the drive-ins I will be talking about here, that's what struck me is you saw a lot of k- kids and the families in general kind of 
in their cars watching the movie, but you also saw them running around. Like there's some drive-ins that have certain areas, little playground areas. I, I know there's some mini golf courses nearby. So mm-hmm. I feel like nowadays it's a much more comprehensive experience than maybe it was back in the 50s and 60s because, you know, we need to be constantly stimulated in 900 different ways regardless of what <laughs> we're doing. You're here. Well, and some places do that now with social distancing nowadays. Some of those aren't available now. But some are some of the drive-ins or the activities. Some of the activities. Oh, okay, gotcha. That makes like sense. Kids oh, and playgrounds and all that. But sure, I know yeah. when I was little, some of those places did offer that. I just remember watching Animal House at age eight at the drive-in, and um, <laughs> it's too late to call CPS on my parents now. So, um, but I, my when I, can I, we I have your down, parents on? By the way, oh, anytime. That They'd would love be to fun. Come on. <laughs> And uh, I just wrote down, I wrote down the funny swear words and then I vowed to go to college. <laughs> that movie inspired me to try and succeed. Never least. heard of that movie being yeah. so inspiring, but I'm glad it <laughs> made some positive impacts in your life. Uh, okay. So where do we want to start, Eric? First of all, I think, did I mention here that we've got about a dozen, as far as I can tell, I think there are about a dozen drive-in movie theaters in the state of Wisconsin. And I want to make sure we reiterate the point that one of the reasons we wanted to talk about this is because it is a really great activity, uh, something to kind of take on Friday night or Saturday with the family during this social distancing era that we find ourselves in. So that's why we're here. 2020 has ups and downs, but it's been an up for the drive-in movie industry. And there are the historic traditional drive-in theaters. There are some that have opened in the last, say, 25 years that are a little more recent uh, that bucked the trend, that bucked the trend at the time. (laughs) And then there are some that are just pop-ups. And so we'll talk about all those. But Mariah, I'll let you talk about a classic one to start us off just outside the Dells. Okay. It's called Big Sky. So I wanted to include Big Sky Drive-In because of its location, the fact that it is in the Dells. And, you know, I think a lot of people have their itineraries kind of set when they go to the Dells and you're thinking about water parks. Obviously, water parks right now are kind of a little bit of a sketchy activity during kind of the COVID days. I always encourage people, especially if you're you're a family that goes back to the Dells every year or maybe even twice a year like my family did, think about doing things outside the norm, outside the things that are going to be in that top 10 trip advisor list. <laughs> and uh, this is one of those things. I think especially, I just love, and we didn't even ch- talk about this, but one thing I love so much about the drive-in, the concept is, and I guess we did a little bit reference it, but the nostalgia of it, I think to introduce your kids to something that, you know, really does have some historic kind of references and just the idea of in general, I think is really fun for it's a, I think it's a learning opportunity for kids, but big sky is all about great entertainment right under the stars. That's what all these drive-ins on our list are really all about. They have two big screens there. They do four big shows every night of the week, rain or shine. That was another reason I wanted to bring this one up because not all of them are open, you know, every single night. A lot of them are just Friday or Saturdays and they're, they're very seasonal. So this one seems to be one of the most accessible drive-ins I think in the state. So double features nightly, stereo sound. They've got a snack bar, of course, featuring hamburgers, hot dogs, pizza, hot buttered popcorn, and cotton candy. It's very thorough. Yeah. Discussion of Big Sky. Right (laughs) at the corners of Highway 16 and 127, just east of the Dells. So you won't happen across it if you're in the heart of the Dells, but just a quick jaunt east, maybe a mile or two, and you're right there. 
Now, do they show current films? Yeah. So I know they for sure do recent Hollywood films. Oh, um, I'm okay. going to guess, and this is this seems to be the theme with almost all of them on our list, is they seem to do both. They'll show like the latest kids film and then also do something from the 90s, 80s, or oh, even prior. Cool. Um, yeah, because I actually want to. I want to go. I don't know which theater I'm going to pick. It might. This conversation will probably influence me here, but I want to yeah. go see a throwback film at a drive-in. Mm-hmm. I haven't yet done that. I think that would be a really cool experience. I would love to do a like throwback horror nope. marathon. No thanks. <laughs> <laughs> actually, Audio Dave, they just did a little bit of that uh, maybe two three weeks ago at a couple of the drive-ins. I was writing about it for my State Trunk Tour site, and they were showing. Friday the 13th, and they were showing cool um, all kinds of just slasher films, which traditionally were a very popular film to show at drive-ins because yeah. your, your date would like, you know, yeah. yeah. up to you for protection. And uh, That's kind of difficult so over the armrest, though. Well, you need to yeah, choose you your car a little seats. more wisely. Yeah, you need to <laughs> you need to test out that middle area, especially when you're younger. I feel like when you're a teenager and you're buying your car, that is definitely a top consideration. And you know, Ellen, <laughs> back in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, some cars had bench seating, so it was a clear shot all the way across. Just so, slide mm-hmm. on over. Yep, that's right. <laughs> now, very safe. <laughs> I'm gonna shift us down. I'm gonna shift us down to Jefferson, just west of the town of Jefferson, along Highway 18. It's called the Highway 18 Outdoor Theater. And they bill itself as Wisconsin's first digital cinema drive-in. Oh. And uh, and they opened a little more recently. um, And really, they they really do two-for-one movie nights. Uh, they're one of the few places, a lot of the, uh, drive-ins by the way are cash only. This one does accept credit cards and checks. I don't know who writes checks anymore, (laughs) but, um, so they have a lot of, uh, they have a lot of great films. They have a really cool neon retro sign. That's my favorite part. The sign is so cool. That is a very Instagrammable sign, is it not, yes, Raya? Yes, it totally is. And so they had a lot of, I know we were just, uh, f- some friends of mine were just there uh, seeing Despicable Me in the Lost World Jurassic Park, uh, like on the 8th, just a couple weeks ago. So, um, and they've, they really uh, they really make a lot of, f- of fun there with all of uh, all the movies that they show. And you just duck right down, go through the gate, and it's a great experience. And again, the technology at the Highway 18 is, is pretty advanced. So that, that's a really good one to check out. And it's conveniently located about halfway between Milwaukee and Madison. Hmm. Haven't been yet. Here's one I have been to and I love. And it actually was featured in a 2014 episode of Discover Wisconsin. The Stardust Drive-In Movie Theater up in Chitek, which is in Barron County. That's northwestern Wisconsin. They bill themselves as the last remaining drive-in theater in northern Wisconsin. That's kind of sad. That is sad. I hope that they lose that moniker at some point and we get some, (laughs) like, because like you said, there's been some pop-up. There's been like Mm -hmm. different you know, people are getting creative with like building their own kind of um, pop-up drive-in movie theater. So, but this is like a classic. I would also say, Mariah, Shitek probably defines northern Wisconsin or up north differently than somebody in southern Wisconsin might. I, I know that they do. <laughs> yes, they definitely <laughs> do. That is that we're going to save that for. Uh, I think uh, we should do like a hot topic series eventually, and that is going to be like our number one topic. <laughs> we can get. That, we can, that's a very debatable topic. We should. Yeah. T- we can take call-ins. We can have people come like call in and leave voicemails on their definition. That would be fun. Anyway, okay. So yeah, the Stardust is really cool. The 
you know, you, we talked about how the Jefferson movie or drive-in movie theater has that really cool retro sign. This one has mm -hmm. a very, I guess what I'll call like kind of eccentric <laughs> or eclectic um, <laughs> sign as you, as you drive in, it has like what looks like, looks to be a giant spaceship. That's when you know you've arrived <laughs> at the Stardust. We actually were filming an ATV show and we ATV'd right into the drive-in, which was really fun. You actually see like a row of ATVs with, you know, people just you know, right on top of their ATVs and they've got all their popcorn and stuff right on their UTVs or ATVs and watch the movie from there, which was awesome. And yeah. And I think I, if I recall correctly, they let me back behind the concessions and I made some slushies for some folks when I was there, <laughs> which was really fun. I think the coolest part was it's totally surrounded by pine trees, like that Northwoods, you know, the forest is all around the drive-in. So you really are like, you can feel that you're in the Northwoods with this huge giant big screen in front of you. It's a very cool scene. I do want to check that one out just for the spaceship. <laughs> yes. Go take a picture <laughs> oh, next to it. Absolutely. Well, I will take us to, uh, you know, the word sky is very popular <laughs> at uh, drive-in movies and there is a drive-in movie theater in uh, Door County. It's been around since 1950. And it's called the Skyway Drive-In. It's right along Highway 42, just north of Fish Creek. And they still show a mixture of newer movies and some older. And uh, you, you just drive on the little gravel driveway. All the movie screens are kind of tucked behind. You can't see them from the road. But a drive-in movie night up in Door County just really makes mm. for part of an awesome weekend up there. And they're, I mean, they have, I mean, obviously they've updated things over the years, but they're, they're an original old school drive-in. And uh, they were showing Back to the Future, actually, a couple of weeks ago. Some friends of mine who live up there <laughs> went there to go see it. And uh, they're one of the ones that takes uh, cash only. The pets are welcome there as long as they behave. And uh, they're one of those uh, places that use an FM radio station. Although, although they do have some of the classic remaining speakers, if you really want to go old school in the first <laughs> few front rows. I don't think my dog would be cool with just staying in the car for that long. Normally when we're stopped, he's like, all right. <laughs> You're, you're going to let me out, right? I got to go see all of those people. <laughs> yeah, you have to have like a super chill dog if you're going to take your dog to the, the drive-in. I agree. Josie would, she'd be kicked out for sure. Yeah, that's a long, that's a long, some of those movies are two hours, you know? Unless yeah. they were showing, uh, if they were streaming YouTube, the Birds and Squirrels channel that I let Josie watch, she's really into that. She would be very focused. I wonder if they, that's going to be the next iteration of dog parenting is a drive-in movie sound, theater specifically. You sound like my wife. She'll <laughs> definitely put the TV on for Jack if we I leave do. him alone for a little yeah. bit. <laughs> I mean, you just want them to be stimulated. Okay, so let's go to southwestern Wisconsin. Have we been to southwest Wisconsin yet today? No, I Not don't yet today. think so. Okay, so I'm taking you to Richland Center to the Starlight. You said Sky is popular. I think Star is also another very popular <laughs> title for, for drive-in. So this is not the Stardust, which we just talked about in Chitek. This is the Starlight 14. I'm assuming it's... Wait, why would it be called 14? Because is it's it on highway? US 14. Oh, that makes Richmond sense. Center. In my yeah. mind, I was like, most movie theaters ha have the number of theaters like in their title. So I was like, there can't be 14 mm -hmm. big screens there. That would be the <laughs> hey, when it When it's a drive-in, they're going to go after the road they're on. Because... <gasps> Everybody in Milwaukee remembers the classic 41 twin drive-in, and people in Appleton right, might remember the 41 outdoor all along the main Highway 41 road. So mm -hmm. they're carrying on the tradition. Highway 18 in Jefferson does, and Starlight 14 does. And is this a big reason why this is one of your, like, I would say, can I call it a passion topic? You yeah, know a lot would, about drive-ins. Yes. Because of their and correlation the with that. And well, that's what I was going to say, because of the yep. correlation of them being so associated with 
highways and roads. Okay, so the starlight in Richland Center. It's funny we talked about the resurgence of drive-ins during COVID because as I look them up, there's literally a huge article about it in the State Journal and how the starlight is doing. I know in the past I'd kept hearing kind of whispers that they were going to get rid of the drive-in movie theater in Richland Center. And I was like, no. Um, but now it's experiencing, like, you know, we said a really, a really big uptick in in visitors and moviegoers, which is awesome. Hmm. This one has also been around since the 1950s. So another nod to the fact that that was kind of the big growth spurt period where it was the 50s and 60s. And, you know, Richland Center, another great area in terms of if you want to experience the movies under the stars, I mean, it's it doesn't get much better than being out there in the driftless area with, you know, wide open sky right above you. Very cool spot. Oh, that would be in the hills nearby and everything. Mm-hmm. Beautiful views. It's probably one of the drive-ins, though, that's actually located right in town. I'm trying to think of others on this list. Many of them are out in the country, but this one is actually right in Richland Center, right yeah, as you come them- into town. A lot of them are in the edge of town because, you know, it takes up a lot of real estate to have a drive-in movie theater and you need cheaper real estate. And you're generally going to find that on the edge of town. But for a lot of these places that opened in the early 50s, the town grew up around them. Eventually, they expanded to encompass them. And in a lot of cases, that's why the theater is closed. If the owners could get a ton of money for that land, they could sell the land, make money and close it down. And I think that's what happened to a lot of these drive-ins for a while. Yeah. Hmm. So I'm glad many of them are still around now some of them opened on the edge of town more recently and they're doing pretty well and i will take us up to freedom wisconsin Mm -hmm. which is right in between appleton and green bay along highway 55 a little bit north of kakana and a little bit north of 41 it's a place i love the name of this drive-in field of scenes (laughs) that's amazing (laughs) forgot when field of dreams came out 98 99 or something like that maybe Sometime in the 90s, this place opened in 2003, so it was still a fresh takeoff on that movie title. <laughs> and it's it's a really neat place. Uh, obviously, they're, they're more updated than a lot of places, but hey, they believed if they built it, they would come. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they have uh, a couple of screens, and then they do have a, a carry-in fee since they weren't selling concessions due to COVID-19, but they may have changed that more recently. So uh, you can check uh, with them and find out fieldofscenes.biz, by the way, is is their site. And they have a lot of, uh, they actually normally have amenities too, Mariah, like you were talking, two playgrounds, a basketball court and a volleyball court to keep kids occupied before the movie starts. So depending on when you're listening to this, the rules on this may be different. So uh, again, check with them and see what's up. I know recently they were showing Happy Gilmore and Caddyshack classics and uh, and paul blart mall cop for some reason (laughs) (laughs) very very cool you've got another one on your list i see and this is one that's been on my bucket list forever because it's very close to where i live yeah mine too i'd love to check this place out uh getz's skyview drive-in now the skyview's been around for a long time just outside monroe south of town along highway 69 very popular also with people from illinois who come up over the border to check it out uh, the Skyview, like I said, been there a long time. Getz has a movie theater in downtown Monroe, right off the town square. And so I think they took over the Skyview a little more recently. And they really, um, they do carload specials sometimes. I know a couple weeks ago they were doing $12 for a carload of people. They were the ones, Audio Dave, showing a classic triple feature horror night. They were showing oh, Nightmare nice. on Elm Street, Halloween 2, and then Friday the 13th. Uh, then they were showing Sonic the Hedgehog and Raiders of the Lost Ark the next night. So a variety <laughs> of cinema, if you will. Yeah. 
uh, to be had at the Skyview Drive-In, another place that uh, uses the word sky, Mariah. That's true. <laughs> okay, so I th- what did we get through? Like seven-ish. So I thought we'd just tick through the rest, at least the rest of what I could find based on my research. And you can call me out in the Around the Campfire Facebook group if there's any I missed here. But um, wait, did we talk about, we didn't talk about the Chilton Twilight Outdoor Theater, right? Another one with no, a mini golf course. No, we need to shout course. them out. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's also, this one I like, the Duck Pond Drive-In. Now, this is a good example of what we were talking about earlier, kind of some of those more pop-up drive-in movie theaters. This is mm-hmm. literally at the ballpark where the Madison Mallards play. Have you, have any of you guys been to this one just because it's in Madison? It wasn't, no, okay. Not since it's been showing movies. Yeah, I, and I think it's pretty <laughs> new that they've been doing that, right? Yeah, that was a thing they just decided to do this summer because the Mallards had to cancel their season. Oh, mm-hmm. so very new. That's so there's awesome. no games, and so they decided to just go ahead and do that. And oh. um, uh, it was it was a great way to utilize that space. And as long as we're talking about that, at the Duck Pond at Warner Park in Madison, uh, the Milwaukee Milkmen, which play in Franklin, <laughs> also use Milwaukee Milkmen. <laughs> yeah, creative, right? <laughs> they are also using their ballpark parking lot for a pop-up drive-in theater called the Milky oh. Way. Oh, that's hmm. cool. And they're all, they're super digital and you have an app and you can order your concessions uh, with the app and people will bring you the food and the drinks and all that kind of stuff. So the pop-ups have proven very popular. Yes. And this is such the, uh, this is the silver lining of what we're going through. Just seeing how creative these business, you know, these venue operators and business owners are getting in offering people a little bit of an escape. You know, you can still go to the movies in what I would argue to be a more interesting way than the traditional, you know, format. I mean, I have those big giant recliners <laughs> that we now have at, at Marcus, but get a comfy car and you're good to go. And a cute dog if you want to snuggle your pup. Although as far as I know, only one is pet friendly so far, I think. Although we shall see. They might be, there might be more pet friendly ones. Okay, so there's also the Moonlight Outdoor Theater in Shano. Mm-hmm. And we, we were debating, we couldn't decide <laughs> prior to recording here whether Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani had physically actually been to the theater or they showed their live concert series and we decided it was the latter, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah they, yes. they filmed a concert that was uh, exclusively to be shown at drive-ins across North America, which is a, another really cool, so cool. Uh, idea just to kind of respond to the limitations we're living in. Yeah, I'm so curious what that business meeting was like from the their teams, like drive-in movie theaters. That's what we're going to cater to. I love I think, it. I think Garth yeah. did that too. And and really, that's a, it's a great way to see a concert too at, at, the, totally. at the drive-in movie theater. Um, and I, this, by the way, this is not just happening in Wisconsin. This is a national trend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, the state here, of course, ha- always had some classics. I do need to give a shout out, by the way, to River's Edge Drive-In Theater, which is up in New Richmond. Oh. And they put up some screens in a, in nestled, uh, in a nestled corner of, I think, the Apple River. And mm. uh, they, so they have activities. And they were also doing the Blake Shelton, Gwen Stefani uh, okay. concert on their screens. So that's another good option if you're in the uh, western part of the state. I saw there's a Metallica in concert showing. I think they're showing it at some traditional movie theaters, but I saw the um, mm. Richland Center drive-in is showing that this weekend. Like that would be quite the experience. Cool. 
I've also seen them doing that with, instead of drive-ins for cars, uh, they'll show lakeside movies where you drive up on your boat your and boat, you can yeah. tune into oh. the radio and just a different take on the same idea. That's so cool. I love it. <laughs> and we should also just note, uh, by the way, the Moonlight Outdoor in Shawano is also an indoor movie theater. They're using their parking lot for the outdoor and the same thing is happening in the Milwaukee area with Marcus Theaters, the Majestic Cinema of Brookfield, and also their theater down in Oak Creek on the south side. They were, they've been doing the same things this summer. Don't know if that'll continue into the fall, but setting up a large screen in the parking lot and having the cars come up and park at certain distances, it's a way for them to be able to, to host movies for people. And uh, so some cinemas now are indoor-outdoor, if you will. Well, I hope it's a trend that doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. Me too. It was always a classic and it should always yeah, stay. Yeah, totally. And affordable. Totally it's way more affordable than mm-hmm. the traditional movie experience, which I always complain about every time I walk into the movie theater. <laughs> but not <laughs> at the drive-ins. Popcorn's $11? What? Oh, but so worth it. It is worth it. You have to get it. But that I think $11? that might be at the top of my list of things I've been missing most. During this pandemic, greasy movie movie theater popcorn. popcorn. It's the best. It's so So good. good. It's yes. It's the artificial butter flavored grease and all the salt. Absolutely, which of course makes everything taste good. So, (laughs) (laughs) all right. Well, for more on that, of course, you can check around the campfire that page. Theaters we've missed. I'm sure there's a few. Uh, People, please post on that page because we want as much information as we can get about these things too. So Mm -hmm. now this week we are showing some love to the Elkhorn episode of Discover Wisconsin. We filmed it uh, last year, 2019, and it covers Elkhorn, which is the county seat of Walworth County. Rich history, some great hometown values and natural beauty all around. Very classic Americana small town. The episode includes the Walworth County Fair, which is, is it the oldest one in the country or the state or something like that? Yeah, in the state for sure. Yeah. I don't know about the country. Elkhorn's Rib Fest is always a fun time. And the antique flea market, even in the COVID era, is still going on because you can socially distance. Big, big outdoor market. Uh, I know my parents love going there. I've been there several times. Uh, And, of course, right outside Elkhorn, the southern unit of the Kettle Marine State Forest. And the Lauderdale Lakes, just south of, uh, or just north, actually, of town, are uh, really pretty, too. Plus, uh, not I know it's not a movie theater, but a great uh, little drive-in called Annie's Burger Town is right there if you want some uh, burgers to go back a few episodes when we're talking about drive-in restaurants. So that's all in Elkhorn. Check your local listings. Catch the episode on TV this weekend. And if you miss it, well, that's what YouTube is for on discoverwisconsin.com. You can also stream it on Google Chromecast, Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire, basically anywhere in those things we like to call Mariah O-T-T. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very upset. Uh-oh. Again? Again. Oh, I mean, why? Apparently my threats last week did not work on our listeners. <laughs> you get more flies with, sh- with honey than you do with... <laughs> what's that phrase? <laughs> you get more flies with... Well, anyway, honey than nicer, vinegar? people. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Oh my God, it's my Alzheimer's. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, so if here's what I'm going to say if you guys go leave a review on Apple Podcasts, five star, 
preferably, uh, and <laughs> or preferably and go share this with your friends or your family and then screenshot it and send me the screenshot. I will Ooh. shout you out in the next podcast episode. You can even recommend what you want me to say in the shout out. It has oh to boy. be PG. I will edit it if it's not. But can we go with PG 13? Sure. What's your <laughs> version of PG 13, first yeah. of all? <laughs> Probably your version of R or NC 17. So. I wouldn't doubt that. Okay. Anyway, yeah, let's see what you got. Go let people know about, you know, I, I want everyone to know this is local content paid for locally and recorded and audio designed locally. So <laughs> help this team out and just give us a little bit of love on Apple Podcasts and on social media. Go share it with your friends and your family. Looking for love in all the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> that was really nice. Thank you. It's about the best I can possibly sing. All right. <laughs> next week, Mariah and I will be duking it out in a battle of East versus West. East Coast, all West Coast. All four of us. Yo. Yes. The actually, showdown it's be a to end all showdowns. <laughs> what if we like hate each other at the end of it and then we can't record after? How is that different do? from any other episode? We need done? to. This is the destruction <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> this is the end of our season. That would be a good season end. We're splitting the state in half, by the way. Right? Yep. We're just basically taking a knife at the top of the state and cutting along US 51 wow, and chopping so the state in half. Violent sounding. Jeepers. I'm getting in my East Coast, West Coast battle <laughs> mentality. Oh, boy. Uh, so. Mariah and Ellen will be talking about the West Coast, West Side of Wisconsin, and Audio the Dave winning and I will be side. talking about the East Side, all the different attributes, and we shall see West Side how wins. this works out. Dave, we need some good music, some good intro, outro music for the oh, next episode. Oh, I got episode. it. Already. <laughs> all right, perfect. Today's episode of The Cabin was hosted by me, Mariah Haberman, Eric Paulson, and Dave Janis. Produced by me, Alan Fallon, and Audio Dave. Tune in next week for more campfire conversations and insight into the world of Discover Wisconsin. The Cabin is a production brought to you by Discover Media Works. To learn more, head to discovermediaworks.com. And don't forget to leave us that review. And here's this week's installment of Know Your Wisconsin. Pheasant Branch Conservancy is a natural area located west of Madison in Middleton. It contains a marsh with open water, springs, prairies, meadows, lowland forest, and wooded hills. These various habitats sustain a wide variety of plants and animals and create a haven for local bird watchers. One of the cool things about Pheasant Branch is we have five or six different habitats and many birds need at least two habitats for their survival during the course of the year so they can be successful. Of the 400 bird species that you find in Wisconsin, you can find almost half of them here at Pheasant Branch Conservancy at some time during the year. Over the last 25 years, thousands of volunteers have restored this land by weeding invasive species, collecting and spreading prairie seeds, coordinating prescribed fires, and working on construction projects throughout the year to provide the community with this free public space. All of the habitat here has been restored by volunteers with the support of grants from corporations and government agencies. We're really fortunate to have them here. American Transmission Company, for example, gives a window into the conservancy. We have a camera out there. It stands on a 15-foot pole. It's powered by solar energy and it transmits 12 hours a day, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. It's truly avian stewardship. 
people can watch and see what's going on all the time. With numerous fundraisers and events throughout the year, Pheasant Branch Conservancy hopes to raise enough money to keep the space open for years to come. And now you know your Wisconsin.